everyone. It's April, and we're back this week to talk to Veronica again, ask her a few questions, and Tony and I are here, you know, animals in tow. Uh, I have to report that Miss Marple's broken foot is healed up. Uh, she's walking around, she's doing okay, and now she's, you know, demanding a little bit more one-on-one time because she's feeling so much better. But I am just thrilled to death that no more casts. It was a lot of work, <laughs> casts, because I had to keep it dry, which meant she, you know, when I took her out and stuff, I had to make sure it was wrapped up in a baggie so she wouldn't get it wet. So those days are done, which is a kind of a relief because it's a lot of work when you have a sick dog or a sick cat or an injured one because you got to take care of them and do things for them. And so my duties have relaxed a little bit because I was having to do everything for her. And now she's doing a lot around it. She's really enjoying, I think, being in the office with us. And I still don't have them integrated. Um, the two little dogs, my two little chihuahuas and Minton and her, because I was told by the doctor for at least three or four weeks not to let her get involved in any sort of altercations. Um, you know, puppy punching back and forth, which can happen when you're meeting up for the first time. So anyway, Tony, how's everything over in the... Well, now it's more Kenny Bunkport, I think. Right, exactly. Well, um, you didn't tell the audience who won the Scrabble game. Uh, All right, audience. Tony was out here last week. We did the Scrabble game, and I was defeated yet again. But I'm also going to put it on record that Tony is a notorious cheater when it comes to <laughs> Scrabble. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You're putting the wrong impression of that. I am going with what the Scrabble dictionary says is a word. And every time I put a word down... From the Scrabble Dictionary, April found that it was a word. Now, tell me, how is that cheating? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I have to say something to save face, you know? <laughs> I know, I know, but I just want them to know it was a well, word. Well, I'm going to start practicing. Them. I'm going to get together with my friends, and I'm going to start practicing Scrabble. So that the next time we meet up, I will tromp your behind. That's that's my goal. <laughs> Okay, all right. I'm up for that You have to get a Scrabble dictionary. Yeah, I think I need one to combat you. I think you do. I think you do. (laughs) No, we had a good visit. So how are your puppies? Are the puppies and your kitty, Miss Q, doing good? They're all doing well. They're all doing well. And Rachel took care of them all extremely well. So uh, it was good. Yeah, did she spoil them while you were gone? She always spoils them. Yeah, she always does. Well, I see. Well, Uh I'm going to go get Veronica and please talk to our audience and make them feel at home. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show today. Uh, yes, I won in Scrabble. Let that go down in record. Um, and I did not cheat. 
So I encourage you all to write in to stop laughing over there. I encourage all of you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com. That's I-N-N-E-R whispersradio.com. Don't be shy and we want to hear from you. Are you there, Veronica? Mm, Good day to you. Yes, we are. Good day to you. Our first question is coming from Linda. Linda would like to know, have there ever been uh, beings that live in the linear without a soul? No. New souls usually come into the reality. Now, the problem is is that there are individuals that you meet up with there have been, you know, considerations of them being soulless. Because being soulless is when you're not participating for the higher good, not participating for goodness all the way around. Everyone is attached to their linear ego along with being a soul in the body. There have not been beings that come in without a soul, but there are those who become more attached to the linear ego, which makes them appear soulless. But there's always an energy that comes in to maneuver the body and have an experience. It's only when they are really attached to the ego that they appear soulless. Okay. Our next question is coming from Don. Do we look the same in each life we incarnate into? Well, you have to take into consideration that genetics are genetics. And if you are incarnated in 500 B.C. and then incarnated in 1972, most likely the body type will be a tad bit different. But what does remain the same are the eyes. There's no accident that the eyes are called the windows to the soul because the eyes are usually the same. And when you meet someone, that is usually what you're looking at. I mean, you look at the blonde hair or you look at the red hair and you see that. But what you're really looking at linearly when you look at somebody is into their eyes. And the eyes tell you everything. The biology will do what the biology does. And it's very difficult to replicate even one human body because of all the different variants of DNA and genes that mix up to create a human body. So the body may appear different. Um And let's say, for example, there's someone who comes in incarnate and they are very trim, very fit, very wonderful looking. But they spend that life a bit in judgment of others who are not as good looking as them or as thin as them or as athletic as them. Let's say they go through the whole life rather demeaning others for that and filled with their own ego. They may come into a lifetime where perhaps they have terrible problems with weight gain or terrible difficulty with their athleticism so that they can feel what they threw upon others, the disdain, the judgment. That happens a lot too, so that would not be the same. But the eyes reflect what the soul has been through and its experience, and that is always the same. And when you're in love with someone, when you're in conflict with somebody, when you have those moments, 
you are usually looking into their eyes, into their soulful energy, rather than how they look physically. Okay. Our next question is coming from Ippy, I-P-P-Y. How long after a person passes away can they be contacted by a medium? Well, it varies from individual to individual. Some who have had maybe a tedious life or something that was very difficult to go through may need a period of rest and repose before they start chit-chatting with those who they have left behind. There are others who come in and immediately are trying to find a way back, trying to find how to reincarnate back into the reality. It varies from person to person. Now, we have been told that there have been as long as it takes, you know, three or four months to be able to contact someone, which in some cases is true. And But it's also very true that they can be contacted next week if they are ready and calm enough to do that. There is a process that happens when one crosses over, and it takes longer for some than others to complete that. So, again, no standard answer here. Okay. Our next question is coming from Celine. Is there a right way to pray? Prayer in most religions is considered a conversation with the source, the God, that all of you are participating with that concept within the reality at this time. Prayer is connecting to your own energy and pushing back all the linear stuff that goes on so that you can focus upon, again, what your true soulful intention is to come into the reality with. So prayer is an opportunity all the time. And, again, because all of you, not one of you are exactly alike, it takes, there is no right way. I mean, everybody has their own individual moment of what connecting to their own soul means. So prayer is a personal choice. It comes from experience. It comes from your own um, participation. And we think that all of you should design your own way to pray. Now, yes, there's certain standard prayers that are, you know, put together by certain religions and there's chanting. Yes, those are the parameters. But what they're supposed to lead you to is a connection with your own energy outside the linear boundaries. And if your prayer and your quiet moments are providing that for you, then you're doing it right. If you still feel disconnected or you still feel like, Nobody's hearing me kind of thing. Then perhaps you're making a few errors in how you do it. But again, it is a personal, personal moment. Prayer is your opportunity to connect with the divine. And all of you go about it in your own unique way. Okay, Veronica, that was our last question. And if you'd like to take a break and come back and give the message to the world, that would be great. All right. Okay. Well, everyone, thank you. Thank you for these questions, and thank you for writing in. And 
again, write in to innerwhispersradio.com. Don't be shy, and we'll try to get your question on the air. Are you there, Veronica? Yes, we are. Okay. It's another day, and it's another opportunity to evolve yourself, another opportunity to grow and expand and extend yourself beyond any parameters you might have had yesterday. Decide that each day is going to be productive. Decide that even if it's one small itty-bitty thing, that's progress. Take the time to think clearly about where you want to go and what you want to do while you're incarnate. We would suggest highly not just plowing through the day and focusing completely upon the linear things. And we know that if you have a job or you have a project going, yes, you're going to be doing that. But it's important to also take the time to just be a little bit and allow yourself to participate non-linearly while you're trying to create your day. All of you have wonderful, wonderful aspirations when you come in. Slow down a little bit and reconnect with those aspirations. Don't wait till the end of the life to look back and say, oh, I wish I had done that. Oh, I wish I should have this or did that. Every day assess how your day went and make some decisions about how you're going to respond and act tomorrow. Decide that that's important, probably more important than anything. Live your life consciously, not unconsciously. That's easy to do. Living your life consciously is much harder. But we all think it's worth the effort, and everyone in spirit will cheer you on. So connect and do it. Why not? Thank you, Veronica. That was a beautiful message, as always. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. We'll be back with you next week with more questions. Until then, have a good weekend. Bye-bye.